Good evening, my brothers and sisters. Do you remember this song? God has smiled on me. He has set me free by James Cleveland. Listen to it for a moment as we began our WOW Worship on Wednesday Bible study. Talking about the love of God. Listen a minute. Have you been set free? Has it been good to you, church? Yes. Call somebody and tell them that Six Baptists Worship on Wednesday is about to start. Talking about the love of God. What does it mean to love God? Share this with someone right now. Come on, sing it, church. Yes. Oh, yes. God has glory. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. He's been good. He's been good to me, and he's been good to you. Let the church say amen again. <laughs> Come on, let's give God a holy praise. Thank God God has smiled on us every day of our lives, whether we know it or not. And even when I didn't even know it, I didn't even know God. But I thank God I know him today. God has smiled on us during this pandemic and throughout our 2020 year. And even my brothers and my sisters all of our lives. Good evening to you and welcome to our SBC worship on Wednesday. As I'm going to do a 15 minute, every Wednesday, a 15 minute presentation on the word of God so that you can do the next 15 minutes yourself. As I share a portion, then you study and share with other groups of people or by yourself and reread the portions of scripture that I give to you and understand the significance of what we're trying to do. Let's have a word of prayer. Spirit of the living God, thank you for this beautiful day. Thank you for smiling upon us, God. Now grant us favor and grant us, Lord God, peace and direction. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Well, today and last week, should I say, that I've been talking about the love of God. We talked about the three types of love from the Greek perspective that's mentioned uh, in the Bible throughout by way of looking at the agape love, the third type of love that we'll put an emphasis on tonight and last week as we looked at the New Testament, the love of God, the previous week, the Old Testament, as far as the love of God is concerned. If the love of God is in the entire Bible, 
from Genesis to Revelation because God loves all of us. But we understand that the significance of the love that God has for us and we have for God is called that agape love. That's A-G-A-P-E, that agape love. The first type of love we mentioned was eros love. That eros love is that sexual desire uh, that you may have for someone, uh, a, a wife or a, a husband, etc. And then we have that filial love. That filial love is the love, my sisters and brothers, that you have for friends. You know, you have friends and neighbors and people all over the world that you call friends. But then this agape love, oh glory, it's this love all by itself. The love that we have for God and the love that we share for God with one another. And so today we're going to ask you a question. Uh, uh, what does it mean to love God? What does it mean to love God. You know, love, loving God really requires some things, uh, my sisters and brothers. Uh, first, you've got to know God to love him. And, and you can't love something if you don't know something. If you want to, if you love somebody, for example, you have a sweetheart that you love, uh, you better check that person out first uh, to make sure you're not just loving the surface of the person, but love the foundation of that person too. I share that without, you know, re regretting to say it. Many people fall in love with the outward appearance, but you've got to look at the foundation and the heart of the person. Let the church say amen. And so that's really important that we do so as we look at loving God. To love God uh, is to, first of all, uh, worship and praise God. Well, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to look at it. I'm not going to put it in any particular order. I'm going to leave that worship and praise uh, for another time. I'm going to say, first of all, to love God uh, is to uh, desire him. All right. Let's look at uh, Psalm 34 and verse number eight. Let's turn it in our Bibles to Psalm 34 and verse number eight. Okay. The Bible says in verse number eight of Psalm 34, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Hallelujah. Let the church say amen again. Oh, wow. If you really want to love God, you've got to know him. And so to know him, you taste him. Taste all about him. In other words, taste his presence. To, oh, taste and see uh, that the Lord is good. And continue to read underneath Psalm number 8, uh, 34 verse 8. Read verses 9 and 10 as well. Uh, to love God, first of all, is to desire God. Put that down as number one, all right? And then as we look at, as we're looking at what does it mean to really love God from all, everything you have in you, let's look at Mark 12 and verse number 30. Let's turn to Mark 12 and verse number 30. Do you have it, church? Mark 12 and verse number 30. Okay, let's look at it. We're looking at to love God is to put him first, okay? First of all, to love God is to desire him. And then secondly, to love God is to put him first. Let's look at a verse number 30 of Mark, the 12th chapter. It says, as we hear God's word, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, uh, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. For this is the first commandment, all right? To put him first. Did you catch that? To put him first. To love God, class, is to put him first. We're looking at to love God 
It's a desire here from Psalm 34 and verse number 8. And then Mark 12, 30, to love God is to put him first. Now, as I read that passage of scripture, I want you to reread it, class. And then I want you to discuss what it means to love God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. For this is the first commandment. Discuss it with someone else and see what they come up with in terms of loving God with every aspect of your being. Discuss it with one another and then pray to God tonight to ask him to let you love him from those perspectives, okay? In Mark 12 and verse number 30. Then let's look at uh, loving God is to worship him and to praise him. Loving God is to worship him and to praise him. Now listen, you notice I said to worship him first. How can you praise somebody until you worship? You worship God. You know, understand the significance of what God is doing for us and what God has done for us. And, and, and looking at the aspect of who God is, because God is omnipotent, God is omnipresent, God is immutable, God is sovereign, God is God all by himself. Uh, you got to worship him. And when you worship the Lord God Almighty Clans, you praise him. You can't help for saying God has smiled on me and he has set me free. Has he set you free, church? He has set you free. And God shall bless you and keep you. Let's look at Luke, the fourth chapter, and verse number eight. Let's turn to Luke, the fourth chapter, and verse number eight, okay? As we look at the fact that we're asking God to, to come into our hearts, to worship him with every aspect of our being, from the crown of our head uh, to our, the soles of our feet. Uh, let us feel right. Let us talk right. Let us think right. Great God Almighty. And, and God will allow you uh, to worship him Worship him by putting everything aside. Just hold, raise up holy hands and give God a, a praise after that. To worship God is to worship him and then to praise him. And when you worship God Almighty, great God, you can't help for praising God. Praise him, Lord God. In the morning and night and noonday, praise him. This morning, I was praising God so much, I just couldn't keep it to myself. Because I, I wanted to worship him first. In worshiping him, you study his word, you look at his word, you, you read his word, you think about what God has done for you as you read the word of God. The word will give you hope and the word, word will give you victory. And so you're ready to praise God once you have thanked God for this beautiful day and what God has done in your life. Even though you may have been dealing with tragedies and, and uncertainties and things that have happened to you in the past and, and looking at situations beyond your control, you can still say, God has still smiled on me. Amen. So let's look at Luke 4 and verse number 8. All right. We worship and we praise the Lord. Listen to this. Hear the words of God. Therefore, if you will worship before me, all will be yours. Therefore, Listen, that's verse number seven, but I'm going to read verse in a minute. Listen, therefore, for, for, so write down Luke 4, 7 and 8. It says, therefore, if you will worship before me, all will be yours. And Jesus answered and said to him, get behind me, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord. Hear me, church. You shall worship the Lord your God with 
with him, and him only you shall serve. All right? And Jesus said to him, Get behind me, Satan. Listen to this. For it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve. So God wants us to worship him first. And worship him comes from the sanctification that God has given to us through the death and resurrection of our Savior and his Son, Jesus the Christ. That as it is imputed to us by way of the Holy Spirit uh, to celebrate that worship, uh, we do so uh, from our hearts and to our minds and through our mouths. We worship him and we praise him because of his goodness and his mercy. So worship the Lord. How can you worship before and praise God before you worship the Lord? You worship him first. And because of that, you can't help with celebrating great God Almighty and getting happy as you celebrate because you've already gotten happy by reading the word of God and worshiping him in spirit and in truth. And then, my sisters and brothers, uh, we want you to obey the Lord God Almighty. So if you want uh, to look at what God is telling you to do, what does it mean to really love him? You know, you want to desire him first, you know, and then you want to be sure that you love God by putting him first, okay? Then you want to be able to worship the Lord God Almighty, then praise him together, worship and praise. And then finally, if you really want to draw closer to God and know him, as we deal with this for 15 minutes of just sharing the word of God, a brief synopsis of the scripture, look at John 14 and verse number 15. That's John uh, 14 and verse number 15, all right? Well, as we look at John 14 and 15, as we hear God's words, all right, let me get to it, all right? The Bible tells us, oh boy, this is wonderful, to obey me. It says, if you love me, now notice we are looking at how we love the Lord. If you love me, then keep my commandments. Wow. So when you study tonight, I want you to go back to the commandments that's throughout. It's not just the Ten Commandments. Commandments are throughout the word of God. Uh, talk about and look at what God is commanding us to do as his children. Uh, and, and, and there are many promises that God has given to us to support how much he will provide for us and take care of us. And so today I encourage you, uh, my brothers and sisters, to love the Lord God Almighty by desiring him more. To love him by putting him first. To love God by worshiping and praising God with all your heart, your mind, and your soul. And then, of course, without any hesitation, to desire him and to obey him. Obey him like never before. All right? Well, God bless you. And thank you so very much for sharing with us today. Keep the 15 minutes going uh, and uh, talk with someone and read through those passages of Scripture and see how the Lord is going to bless you as you worship and serve the Lord. Thank you for just sharing with us during this 15 minutes. We pray that uh, God will bless and keep you until we meet again. And remember that you can accomplish more in one hour with God than a lifetime without him. So serve him today. Amen.